0: Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from an artist at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Enjoy. And I'm joined by a divisor and performer, Kim Verko, who's uh, who's created a show for version 1.0 in uh, New South Wales and bringing it to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. It's uh, called Seven Kilometres northeast. East, and um, yeah, do you want to start talking to, about to what, what can you tell me about it, Kim?
1: <laughs> what can I tell you about it? I can tell you I just got off a plane three hours ago from Bosnia for a start, so that's a nice way to start. <laughs> so I'm actually wow. working on a, a project further uh, uh, further to that performance because we took the performance to Sarajevo last year, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now I'm working on a, a possible film adaptation of it. So I've just been in Bosnia for two months, so I'm um, really back in the mode for this show. I can't wait to perform it in Adelaide. So this is a really... A simple storytelling show. I worked with the video artist from version 1.0 and I'm the only performer in the show. And it's a very personal, uh, true story, basically dealing with the idea of the uncomfortable overlap of tourism and atrocity. Yeah. So it is set in Bosnia and Herzegovina and um, but it's most particularly set in a small town called Visegrad. And It's just a simple unfolding of a story. I mean, I I don't want to give the whole story away, but it's just discussing the issues of how do we deal with our past. So at the the sort of, the kernel of the show is talking about accountability and acknowledgement. So how, after some sort of um, either conflict situation or uh, some sort of uh, situation which inevitably means that people end up taking sides, as it were. Mm. How do those sides then choose to move forward? And, you know, I think it's the show is set in Bosnia, but it has incredible relevance here in Australia. After we did our Sydney season, most of the discussions after the show were about our own troubles with dealing with our own history here in Australia and and, um, and our own past and this dilemma about How much about our history are we willing to acknowledge and therefore willing to take responsibility for? And sometimes people choose either individually or collectively that it's easier to pretend and not acknowledge these things, pretend they didn't happen and move forward in that way. And of course, when you move forward in that way, you're not allowing other people to move forward Mm -hmm. um, because their pain or their experience isn't acknowledged. So the show is sort of... um, a discussion around those issues. I mean, it sounds quite heavy, but it's a very um, it's a very beautiful show. I took a lot of uh, very beautiful footage of Bosnia, which is a gorgeous country, and so the show has this gorgeous video backdrop. And it's, you know, quite a chatty. Uh, when we performed it in Bosnia, I, I give someone a coffee during the show. We share a Bosnian coffee. And uh, about four scenes later, I'm in the middle of a scene, and the woman walked on stage and put the coffee cup back, into my set, you know, and I suddenly thought, my God, it's like she's in my lounge room. I mean, that's what the show feels like, you know. It's a a conversation, really. It feels like such a dialogue with the audience where I'm just telling these stories which sort of go from funny travel stories that all of us would um, recognize and then dealing with issues that I've dealt with personally and more broadly thinking about these sorts of overlaps between the personal and the political because of this situation I had. So basically, I mean, without giving the whole story away, is that I had a really great time in Bosnia in, in 2008. And then when I came home, I discovered some information about some places that I visited, which um, completely horrified me. And from that point on, I, I had this strong need to discover more and to... Um, make my own sort of acknowledgement, I guess, which is what the theatre piece is, in a way, a theatrical memorial. So, And the um, story is specifically dealing with issues against crime, uh, violence towards women and things like this. So it's a very, um, yeah, it's a really interesting look. I think, I mean, the reception of it for it in Bosnia last year was just incredible. We got like a five-minute standing ovation, and, you know, it was a really... um absolutely amazing reception to the show so I think for people from the Balkan region it has great relevance of course and they really love the show Mm -hmm. but also Australian audiences really like it because I'm you know there's enough information in the show that you you don't need to know much about the conflict as it were to understand the show if you know what I mean I'm I'm, I've, I've given you enough information yeah so I mean that's that's it. I'm very, very proud of this show. I'm, I'm relearning the script on the plane for the last 36 hours, and I'm just so excited to be, to be uh, doing it again. I can't wait.
0: And you've obviously had the the privilege of performing the show both in Bosnia and in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? I mean, there must have been some amazing differences in the way that the show was received.
1: Yeah, I mean the show was just, it was very well received in both places. I mean obviously um, it was great to do in Australia because I mean we had a huge Bosnian population and and people from other Balkan nations Mm. coming along in Sydney which was great. And I mean and you know for Australian audiences it was really interesting because they get to learn a little bit more about that conflict and learn a little bit more about and think a little bit more about these issues and as I said earlier inevitably end up talking at great lengths about how it's relevant here in Australia how we have so many issues with our own history and with our um unwillingness I guess to to want to really acknowledge and take responsibility um performing it in Bosnia was just, I mean, the most extraordinary experience ever. I mean, it was incredible. It was very difficult. I was so nervous. Can you imagine? I was just Mm. thinking, oh, my God, what will happen now, you know? And it was incredible. I mean, there was something very, um, I guess, very powerful for that local audience who consider Australia, of course, to be so far away Mm. um, that someone would be, would care enough to want to tell this story, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. that in itself had a lot of power for people and continues to have a lot of power for people over there, which is why I'm working on other projects related to this show, because for them to have, you know, of course, it's 20 years this year since the war began in Bosnia. Wow. So it's a big year there. And yeah. it's a big year because it's um it's an anniversary of sorts which will be... uh acknowledged in very different ways so they've been talking about this conflict for 20 years you know they lived through it and now they talk about it and for them to have someone who's got no emotional investment I don't have a family attachment I'm not at all affiliated with one side or the other Mm. I'm just an interested outsider so that has you know it's great for them to have someone else's eyes open and and have a look and say well this is what I think I've got no idea I wasn't there, but this is what I think. And, you know, and that, that has, it's incredibly um beautiful. I was just telling, we're just having a meeting here at work, and I was just telling the guys I work with, it was so sweet. I was in Munich Airport last night waiting for my, or two nights ago now, waiting for my flight, and I'm sitting in the airport a bit worse for wear mm-hmm. and um, waiting for a number of hours. And then this young man walked across the terminal towards me and he came up and he said may I ask you something and I said yes of course and and he said are you the person that made the best theatre show I've ever seen in my life <laughs> can you imagine it was so wow. sweet and I said I don't know <laughs> maybe and he said no you are the woman that came to Sarajevo last year and I said yes it's me and he was, you know, he's a young guy, he's about 20, and he said, look, I see every theatre show that comes to Sarajevo, I'm really interested in the theatre, mm-hmm. and this for me was the most powerful thing I've ever experienced. And so we sat in the airport and we chatted for a good, good while, and then he took a photo so he could show his friends, and, you know, I mean, for me, what, what, what more could you ask? But that was just such an incredible moment, half yeah. asleep in Munich airport, you know, so, I mean, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a funny little beast. I mean, it really feels like its own um it had its own momentum when I was making it. It's been from a, you know, ten day visit to Bosnia in two thousand and eight, I'm still I'm still living the reward and fallout from that if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it's for me this incredible journey. And now I have such a strong connection with that country and and I'm working with people over there and it's really just really really special so um yeah so i'm hoping to get you know some audiences through in adelaide and it's always a good show for people to hang around afterwards and have a drink and people usually want to chat about things and and um yeah i mean both shows that we're taking to adelaide have that you know people really want to have things to talk about afterwards so yeah it's uh we always like to meet our meet our audiences in the foyer if they want to hang around
0: and um in terms of Bosnia itself, how is it because obviously the the war happened there twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. I guess that's a, that's a lot of the impetus for telling the story and for for us here in australia it's always a black and white experience we have of uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina um mm-hmm. is that you know it's it's a place that we know of vaguely mm-hmm. vague memories, mm. certainly for me in my age of yeah. hearing about war and Terrible things going on there oh, um, oh. when I was growing up, but you know yes. we're twenty years on from the start of that now. Um,
1: uh-huh.
0: The country I'm hope well I'm assuming is is trying to move on in the best way possible. Um, how is it for them? And I guess this is probably part a big part of what your story is about. Um, how how do they try have? How is it for them to try and get over that and get over that kind of assumption from almost the rest of the world that this is a war-torn country
1: yeah I mean um, at the moment they're a snow-torn country I don't know if you've been following the news that we got completely snowed in I was three days late coming home it was Mm. this Eastern Europe snowstorm is unbelievable Um, uh, look I mean there is that there is certainly that international perception I mean I, I could talk to you for hours about it for sure like um, for me, the most interesting thing that I've learned about Bosnia by going there and also by researching more things and spending more time there is I didn't sort of, uh, you know, I was a teenager when the war happened and, and as you say, you have these vague memories of it, and I didn't understand uh, how it had finished,
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically how the Dayton peace accord worked and how it did work was to divide the country into two separate entities. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's still a very strong issue in Bosnia today. So you have two, for my feeling, two quite different countries living within the same country. So it's, um, and as far as moving forward goes, that's what I'm talking about in the show. So you have these very different, um, these very different uh, feelings of how to move forward. So for instance, this 20th anniversary um, this year, is for many people an extremely difficult and extremely sad anniversary. And, you know, as an outsider, I would wish that no one would have to have an anniversary to, you know, this is when we started the war 20 years ago or when the war started. But for other people in other parts of the country, it is still, it's, you know, I can see it in the street signs, I can see it in the media over there. It is a source of celebration that, uh, you know, there's a completely opposite view um, 20 years since we achieved this, as it were. Um, and I could certainly talk at length about this with you. I mean, it's really quite fascinating. It's it's the thing that happens all around the world in these sorts of situations, that one person's um, enemy is one's, one person's hero. So... Um, for me, as an outsider spending quite a lot of time there, I mean, there's a lot of problems in Bosnia, of course, and and a lot of those problems are to do with the economic situation. And of course, in Europe now, the economic situation is a disaster, as, as much as I can read in the papers. But um, you know, so it's a struggle there, and these divisions are also um difficult. And part of this um, agreement to end the war. Also, um, part of it is that you have a three-way government system, so a representative of the Bosniak population, the Serbian population and the Croatian population, there's a president for each of them and those three presidents are meant to work together, can you imagine, you know, like can you imagine that Julia Gillard and Tony Abbott and Bob Brown you know, as, no, nothing about ethnicity, but they're about political perspective. I mean, imagine that every single decision for Australia had to be a consensus between those three people. I mean, we would never, it, it's just, it's a quicksand, you know what I mean? So it's interesting to also think how the international community has, um, from from my opinion, has created also an, a completely untenable situation there. Mm. And, um, And I mean, I don't have a solution. I don't know, you know, what's the solution? I'm not sure. But um, look, I I think it's shifting from its focus as a war-torn country. It's certainly a very fascinating and beautiful tourist destination. And tourism there is really picking up. Um, Sarajevo itself, every time I go back, is less and less um, scarred, I guess, is the best word. I mean, when I first went there, I was... as a green-eyed Aussie, I think, you know, I was quite shocked by the amount of damage I could see, and, you know, I, I mean, I guess you, it's one thing seeing it in the newspaper or on the news, and then seeing it in front of you is really quite shocking, and, and that's becoming less and less obvious in Sarajevo now, so, um, you know, it's certainly moving forward. There's, that country has a lot to offer. It was always, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but it was always, I think, the cultural and artistic heartland of Yugoslavia. A lot of the big artists from Yugoslavia were coming out of Bosnia. And so there's a huge cultural and, you know, quite a fascinating um, cultural energy there, which I really, really enjoy. So, I mean, I I think it's growing and it's it's growing and growing. And eventually, who knows? I mean, Croatia has just got into the EU. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure that Bosnia maybe aspires to do that one day. And, you know, they've got some things to sort out. Yeah. I suppose, beforehand. But, um, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I hope it's moving beyond its reputation as that. But having said that, there are still obviously some issues there which are pretty confounding. Mm.
0: And to mm. I, I guess to take almost a lighter note, um, one of my other experiences of uh, Bosnia and um, Herzegovina is uh, through Eurovision and seeing them every year.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, super.
0: Performing in yeah. that. Um, so, you know, I mean, I don't know how seriously Europe takes Eurovision. Um but very
1: I would say. Very <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: it it's an indication though that there there are other elements to the country. And um from your experience I guess being part of the artistic community there when you were putting the show on. Um mm-hmm. how strong is that kind of cultural element of theatre and performing?
1: Very strong.
0: Yeah. And what what kind of things are you seeing there? Is it amazing <laughs> art?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, you're just seeing, I mean, you're seeing the whole spectrum of things, of course, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, of course, there's very standard, uh, repertoire theatre there, you know, your Chekhovs and your Ibsen's and all of this sort of stuff. But, um, I mean, I haven't seen, there's one particular show, uh, which I heard about, which was, uh, which sounded fantastic, which was a verbatim piece, um, yeah, looking at personal stories about childhood and the war and things like this. So that sounds fascinating. Um, we were talking the other day. I mean, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of great film work going on there. There's a lot of fantastic music. There's a great band called Dubiosa Collective. i give them a bit of a pitch. Um, we're all hoping they, they get, they get to do Eurovision one day. Um, but there's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some people doing some really great stuff. And of course, there's a mix beyond, beyond, um, you know there's a lot of artistic response to the war but there's also um you know just your normal sort of crazy artwork and stuff like this this year of course is going to be big for the 20th anniversary there'll be a lot of stuff and i mean it's interesting i think the interest in my show comes because Um, My show is not really about the war. The war is its context, but my show is about Bosnia today, and that's really interesting. So a lot of people have said to me, no one's talking about this. No one's talking about this, you know, because everyone is still, understandably, and of course, making stuff which is still about the war when the war was happening or about the immediate issues that came after the war, but this is for many people there the first time they've seen something which is saying okay well this is the situation 20 years later me as a dumb tourist from Australia or half-dumb tourist from Australia going around Bosnia sort of goes home and then thinks this is a bit weird or not weird but you know this is what what what's this what is this and then going and trying to understand what it is you know what this problem is or what this feeling i had in my stomach for 3 years is you know there's something not right here mm-hmm. and and finding yourself in a situation where you're swinging between the arguments you know you can agree with one side and then you can see the other point of view just as easily so it's a really interesting situation but there's a lot of cool stuff going on I mean there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the whole region I think but um uh yeah some slightly overacted television sure but um yeah we've got that. in the theater we've got that as well every nation is guilty of that I think yeah totally Totally, but yeah, there's good stuff.
0: Brilliant. Um, seven kilometres northeast sounds like an absolutely fascinating experience for people to come and see during the fringe. Um. Sort of. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a there's a great deal else to sort of talk about it. Or... No,
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, I I would just encourage people. Yeah, to come along. I think it's an interesting night, you know. My my whole family came along, and lots of people come up to me afterwards and say I didn't really know anything about Bosnia, and you know I think it's a it's an interesting conversation in my lounge room as I'm starting to think of it. So, and if you sit in the right seat, you might get a coffee. Nice.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm guessing, considering you're making something of it, that it's pretty good coffee
1: well I'm making a traditional Bosnian coffee I was absolutely beside myself when I was handing it over in Sarajevo I thought my god they'll probably throw it at me if I've made it badly <laughs> <laughs> I've practiced a lot i practiced a lot but um, yeah there's lots of smells in my show I think smells are really important so I like yeah. I really like smells in theatre well, I think it's really um- unutilized.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree with that
1: yeah so um, smells are good and yeah but uh, yeah it's a nice piece
0: Well, it's going to be on at the um, Adelaide College of the Arts main theatre from the 25th of February through to the 4th of March. Uh, For tickets and details, check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au or visit adelaidefringe.com.au and, of course, by uh, Sydney Company version 1.0, which is just producing some amazing work at the moment and it's uh, an absolute pleasure to have you uh, come to Adelaide.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you there, Steve.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, Kim.
1: Okay, cheers.
0: For more on this show and 922 others, check our website linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.